Welcome back to the Padang Sessions. In this episode, contemporary ink artist Zhang Jianjun probes into China's rapidly changing cultural and physical landscapes through his paintings, photography, videos, and installations. Good afternoon, uh, dear friends. Um, I'm very happy you come spend your time come here to spend time share with my uh, art uh, experiences. And first of all, I want to thank you for National Gallery and also Dr. Chai to kind of invitation. So I'm here. I before I talk my art uh, ink experiences, I want to uh, briefly introduce myself, my uh, early background. Uh, my first major actually is uh, the oil painting, Western style, from classical and uh, Rembrandt style. And then uh, later I get involved with the um, Impressionist and Expressionist. And of course, uh, later 70s, that time I'm very much uh, like a forward style, like a very bright color and strong brush stroke. And so even I got one the name called Fovus Zhang. And so that's my background. The uh, 1979, that year, coincidentally, I went to uh, four times. I went to Long, Longmen Cave, Yonlegong uh, Temple, and uh, Yungang Cave, and then later Dunhuang. So that's a Taoist Taoist and then Buddhist camp, temples. Those four experience, it's really somehow I still, after 40 years, I still can remember how shocked me. Because uh, uh, when I was in Shanghai and in school in or after school, I doing uh, modern art, no matter how avant-garde that time and everything, uh, experience when I was in Dunhuang is so different because uh, all those Buddhist temple, Taoist temple, the artwork, the mirror painting, I face it, it's getting into my heart. Instead, I did uh, before, it's uh, look outside. Look outside like a three uh, dimension or whatever is uh, uh, to showing re response from outside. But uh, those inner experience um, when I back to Shanghai, I sort of like, I don't know how to continue to do my artwork or how to uh, naturally express myself. Um, talk about it in the 70s, uh, even later 70s, after Cultural Revolution. And in Shanghai, still very Western influenced, even during the Red China, you know, the uh, revolution time. Because uh, I remember when I grew up, I never look at the tradition Chinese. I think that's a really crappy old things. I never pay any interest in. And over a culture, uh, 76, after 1976, 77, uh, the cultural revolution over, I, the, I remember uh, there's a, uh, I can bought all those book from uh, international, so I uh, read almost all those uh, philosophy, like uh, Nietzsche, Schopenhauer, and Kant, uh, Hegel, and also a uh, novel and the music. So those influence somehow very strong even today. Because when I mentioned that, I uh, I think from early time. I realize as a young artist, you know, I working my my art is uh, towards the future, towards the back background, going to the future. And but seventy nine, that's four times like a temple, Taoist temple and the Buddhist temple experience. When I back to Shanghai, it's a uh, I start to look at it. Taoist 
and Buddhist Zen culture because uh, I mentioned before I never look at it and even include Han Dynasty uh, the Chinese chops very simple very small but almost like a a line shape and and the Taoist this nature uh, the uh, simplest so that's become uh, more and more important in my mind. So this one is 1979. I get a sample. This here's the one uh, in Dunhuang. And I was in living in one, almost one month in Dunhuang cave because at that time, very lucky Dunhuang just reopened after Cultural Revolution. So I even, I can put my easel in the cave to painting Dunhuang caves. But uh, I use an oil paint directly on rice paper. I try to uh, try to make some dialogues. Uh, here, are some uh, the word test is the Wuhong Doctor Wuhong cured uh, exhibition for me in Youth Museum in Shanghai. It's talk about that period of time. When I back to Shanghai, I just before I mentioned, I don't know how to continue, so I start to look around those Chinese tradition cultures. And later I found this way, like you can see this like a uh, conceptual landscape. I use in calligraphy, I use in the uh, almost ink chop inference. There's a, a woods, pond, fish, bird. So like a landscape, but uh, almost like a Chinese tradition, those uh, Han Dynasty tropes. And this one title, Sun, Moon, and the Yingxu Man. Uh, Yingxu, like there's an ancient craft, like a calligraphy. Uh, but uh, also, you still can can see there's a French fulvous artist, uh, Rouat, in France. The very strong mural uh, painting colors with uh, the Chinese uh, Da Zhuan. In 1982, so my artwork from a very bright color to black and white. And the nature materials start directly appear in my paintings. Because I mentioned that's a, I think a Taoist uh, inference is already uh, strongly comes up. And I I think in the contemporary Chinese art movement, I think artists are probably the first one to use in the nature material directly in the, uh, canvas, because uh, I thought the the nature materials material as itself has certain language, and I start using stone branches, and later it's water. So I did a two, and this one this work I work uh, I create 1982, but 1983 um, had exhibition uh, called 83 Experimental Exhibition. Of course, open half a day, be closed. Um, the, the reason is uh, my work, it badly influenced by uh, Western bourgeois. So I be forced to criticize, self-criticize, but of course I refused. And then uh, because uh, my arguing is that uh, those is not Western bourgeois influence is the Chinese tradition. It's the Taoist. So after 20 years, the show be uh, reopened. So it uh, happened uh, Art American report that the uh, this one is 1984. Uh, I continue my uh, uh, the series called Existence. It's based on uh, nature and then uh, uh, universe. And you, again, continue to use nature material, stone. But uh, I point out this work out is uh, this first one I use in ink on rice paper mounted over uh, the stone on the canvas. Because at that time, I start to think about it. I choose the ink as a symbolic of the culture and the rice paper as well. And directly emerge into the... Uh, the nature materials and uh, with oil on canvas. Because uh, uh, talk about the ink art, 
I start from oil painting. So that's the transition. That's transition uh, started uh, complete before from the concept to the physical. That one, uh, 1988, uh, you can see the stone getting bigger and bigger. And um, there's also uh, charcoal ink on canvas, the stone, and also branches getting bigger and bigger. Because uh, I start trying, as I mentioned, as a painter, as a painter. So everything I think can be, uh, should be on the canvas. But once the stone getting bigger and bigger, heavier, I saw concern, what can I do? Can I, I don't want to hurt my feet or drop down, hurt some audience's feet. So uh, finally one day after those heavy materials down to the ground, I become a sculptor or installation artist. So this one also show, showed 89 in, um, in uh, first China avant-garde exhibition in, in National Gallery in Beijing. And afterwards, Tokyo Gallery uh, came choose 15 artists from the show and the show in, in Tokyo. I, I want to say when I involved with the ink, um, besides the, uh, the knowledge, thinking about the ink is a culture, but uh, be honestly, I will have to say some early memories when I was five, I, uh, uh, the morning I remember my father, before he went to a job, he practiced writing calligraphy. So I stand next to him and grinding the ink for him to write. So those, the, the, the memories about the scent of the ink, very special. Even growing up, I didn't do ink. I didn't, in school, I learned oil, but in a certain time, this, the memory of the ink, the scent of the ink come to me, come to my body. That's actually before I realized that's Chinese culture. I think just somehow deeply uh, in my memories. <clears throat> and also water, because uh, when I'm working with ink, not just start from calligraphy or ink painting, because I think the water is as important as ink, because... Uh, if the ink without the water, there can be uh, the ink art. So the water also very much strong influence from Taoist. Because uh, this one, 1987, I did a, looks like an abstract painting in, on the rice paper. I didn't use any other materials, only the ink with water. And they call nature series because mainly it's movement by the, by the air and the water, the river. Yeah, there's also the uh, same series. This one, 1990, I moved from Shanghai to 89, I moved to New York. So uh, my work getting uh, using the uh, nature water directed, that's the transition time I, I work on uh, a series work called the Pond series. And you can tell there's a, still have a stone, small stone, and drafting film, almost like translucent part, and the calligraphy, uh, water, two ancient fish in the pond. That's back to the uh, 1980s when I used an oil painting on those uh, conceptual landscape. And 91, I used Da Zhuan calligraphy and repeated that. And this, uh, it's like a flowing water. Center of this, uh, uh, the piece is about five meters long and 3.8 meter wide. The center have a, a plastic container to fit in the natural water. So uh, in that time, I still have my early Taoist uh, in, uh, influence, like nature and the culture, how to combine as one. The first nature, second nature. That one, uh, in some art history books, say this is the, uh, it's an important turning point. And that's the one I did in Poland, in Artist Museum in Łódź. Um, they called Fork Inside. I used the ink 
mixed with water in the uh, metal container, and the container heat up in a certain uh, heat. So only the steam comes raising up to the air, and this, the the object still very still flat and block. And here, the ink and the water, they block the heat raising up back to nature. And then uh, the ink stayed. And so that's uh, my work directly into the nature, instead of in the mind, even physically into the nature, back to nature. So that's the uh, uh, sketch drawing. <clears throat> in the same time, I started using the elements of fire because the water and the fire, there's two elements, uh, either in Chinese culture or international culture, it's, or it's for humans, it's all as important as life. So uh, that's two dialogue. And I using fire to burn the ink and I using water directly to wash the ink, the two circles. So uh, I didn't use any brush, just pull the ink on the paper, and of course it's very fragile, very concentrated because the fire to the ink can, on the paper can be easily burned. And I remember um, my uh, artist roommate, Gu Wenda, and uh, many other two, at that time four artists were sharing and a loft in New York. They're so concerned, they worry about And of course I worry about uh, what if one day I burn the whole buildings. <laughs> After 20 years, uh, 19, uh, 2012, I redo this series again, but it's a difference. It's a 1992 when I started. It's two circles. One is fire, one is water. 2012, this two circle combined is one. So technically, what I did is uh, this time I did not use in Fabiano. Uh, 300 pound Fabiano rice paper. I use the rice paper directly, but of course, the rice paper is so thin, so easy to burn. So I mount 15 layers of the rice paper and put ink on the paper and using torch, pen, fire, and water same time to, to water and fire at the same time working on the ink. And pushing them and burning them layer by layer. If you see the detail uh, close up, too bad it's not quite clear. And you see this ink create almost like surface of the moon. So this work now in uh, White Rabbit Museum in Australia. That one in Brooklyn Museum. So that's uh, next month in, uh, in Brooklyn Museum, a new China Pavilion, China Gallery, open, so this is a permanent collection. That one also, uh, yes, during that series. Um, this one I call Robin Sun. I, this work, there's no ink, but it's water and fire again. Um, sun, I use in the, uh, the fire. The, I have to mention a little bit of Robin, Robin Sun because Robin, it's very ch tradition Chinese, uh, the, uh, the way to do uh, art or form. Like a, we, if we went to Xi'an, you see the uh, Beijing Museum. So you put a, the paper to rubbing the object. So that's kind of like a, a printing. But uh, I took this uh, form, but I recreate using that rubbing its uh, a way to connect dialogue with nature. So what I did is a, a, a rice paper floating in the air, the site in uh, Venice Beach in Los Angeles. And of course, the, it's not magic. I cannot magic let the paper floating in the air. So this top and bottom have a two fishing line pulled out, the two of my assistants, and with a pole on the far side. So making the uh, rice paper and floating there. And then I making a tabo, like a very tradition rubbing the tabo. But instead dipping the ink to rubbing the paper, I dip the water to rubbing the paper to 
to chasing the sun behind. So once the water getting wet, so the paper started transparent and start recording uh, the image of the sun behind. So this process performance about 18 minutes. So the, uh, the sun down and later the water fabricate the image of the rice paper image also gradually disappeared. And this is the process we know the sun will rising again next day. And then the images of our human very uh, little touching if due tomorrow again, so still gonna show our human trace, our human mark. Um, so that's, uh, I think, um, Again, um, people ask me, what do you feel? Like, what do you thought during the time of 18 minutes you're tracing? I say, I have no thought. I just feel that 18 minutes, I feel like I meditate. I feel like I myself in the nature, belongs to nature. Or I can say the sun is in my artwork. Same time, I the one did uh, Robin's son it's a come and it goes like a, the process. But I did another one using very traditional way um, to first I collect a bigger rock and using hammer to chase the shape. And just like a, a ancient uh, workers, I made a sculpture and then I put a a piece of a paper. I put a piece of paper over and I use an ink to rubbing the signatures. So that's a rubbing sun part two. Um, also, during these years, I'm also working on the series called The First Drop of Water. And of course, um, um, first drop of water physically is it's it's hard to 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 prove, but uh, f uh, philosophically, it's there. It's very could it be very tiny, could it be phenomenon big. So that's the contrast um, from a reality to 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 imagination, from a um, small to big. Um, also here, technically. I back to my 80s work using ink, rice paper, oil, canvas. So I painted canvas, uh, oil on the canvas. And then, and then later I paint the ink on rice paper and mounted over and then paint to use oil again, uh, the ink again, layer by layer by layer by layers. So it comes out, um, it's very interesting. Um, the texture, then more than a texture, I think it is a, I use the ink with oil together. It's in the beginning's concept, like, you know, the uh, uh, the two materials, the interesting texture, more and more, I think it's really, uh, one day I, quit, I asked myself what I'm doing. I think it's more natural for me, it's, uh, for my uh, life experiences, because uh, I really, as like uh, flowing in the east or west, and for for me it's like the two. It's a dialogue. It's dialogue. So uh, confidence, comfortable to to merge together. That piece I called ink in recreation. Um, I first I it's my solo show in Hexiangning Museum in Shenzhen, and then the same year, uh, this work moved to Shanghai. It, attended to the uh, Shanghai Biennale, Shanghai Art Biennial, the fourth Biennial. I create a garden scene, and the garden is a scholar rock, right? And then the uh, fish, and of course, the, uh, the old bricks on the, on the floor. But this one, old floor, the old bricks on the floor, I collect those uh, bricks in Guangdong, uh, the village, the Ming Dynasty building be torn down. And I thought that's very 
historical, very interesting materials, not just a brick, also captured time and the culture. And I put it on the floor of my show, my, uh, my artwork. There's a five ink rod. And I, of course, I use the ink to merge into the scop, uh, scholar rock. It's because, because uh, the, the rock is uh, represent a culture. I put the ink and we see that further one sitting in the water tank. So uh, in the sculpture inside, I, I added the pump. So the water wash from the top of the rock running down, running down every day. So slowly melt the ink sculpture. And originally in the beginning, first day, the water is clear. Gradually, gradually, uh, the water become a uh, ink. And of course, the sculpture, uh, the shape be changed. But how to change? Changing in what shape, which I have no idea, depend on the water, how they run, how they move. And also there's further, they have uh, some block fish in the, uh, in the tank on the very shallow um, the fish tank on the floor because that's another element. Originally, I want to uh, video some fish swim on the floor instead of real fish. But uh, that's uh, because that's uh, a big international group show and then uh, uh, the lighting uh, I cannot really uh, comfortably showing this uh, swim fish on the floor. So instead, I put a, a black goldfish. But I want to mention this uh, the floor again, um, because the audience can walk into this installation. And the, the feeling, the dialogue, when we sometimes we, we see the artwork, we look at artwork as our visual contact, and then you feel. But uh, I want the audience walk into the work, experience the different ones. We walk into the marble floor or wood floor, all those uh, Gigglish, the uh, brick, old bricks. So that's part of a experience for the audience, which I want to 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 show, because uh, here I create a very tradition uh, the theme, but in the transition, because the, the rock be changing every day, and uh, that's 2002. I did this work. I have to mention that in 90. 89, I left China, and until 95, the six years I didn't come, did not come to uh, back to China. So that six years is such a big gap for me because uh, when I first time return, I still remember that this whole society tremendously changed, good or bad. Um, the uh, everything. Old and new, traditional, modern, West, East. There's almost no transition. Squeezing together. I, I like to. I li I'm very happy. I found the word squeezing together. It's again. It's a contrast. And I thought, wow. As artists, I thought I really want to capture those uh, the concept because that's really part of my time, our time. And so, how to do this work? For deal with the concept into my artwork, I uh, took me for two years. I started thought about using antique, antique jar and also scholar rock because those is really like symbolic about the tradition forms and how I you play replay with that. That's also the ink rock um, based on this. Uh, installation and so this work gonna be uh, in also next month in the opening in Brooklyn Museum that's also a permanent collection the uh, scholar rock I just mentioned before it's like a scholar rock making the nature materials conceptually transform to the uh, culture and here I, I reform again using the ink to into that. So it's again the dialogue with uh, the tradition. 
the form. Yeah, you can tell um, nature and water how strongly influenced my artwork. I did this piece in uh, 2011 uh, outside Shanghai in uh, Yangchen, on the side of Yangchen Lake. So I uh, again, it's a freezing day. Um, the numbers of my assistant to hold on the rice paper. That's that day is drizzly uh, in Shanghai. That's very, very uh, uh, often, right? Rainy drizzle. And then in the in the weather report said that they can be very mild drizzle as a perfect time for, to do uh, uh, outdoor work because I can be in the in the rain. And of course, later the the, the weather report wasn't that clearly correct. So getting more heavy here. See, my assistant all have a, a rain jacket, but uh, and for me, I don't have it because it's not convenient. So I mean, I have to say after the performance, I really, thank God, I, I'm, I used to be swim in the cold, so I can handle that. So this work is, uh, um, I use in the brush deep on the water to draw the rain uh, on the rice paper for nine minutes and directly water mixed with the rain on the paper. The second nine minute, second half, I dip the ink and draw the rain on the rice paper. So uh, the water, the rain, the ink uh, gradually, slowly mixed together. And of course, as with my brush touch. So that's uh, one after dry, I saved some. Um, also, I using that concept, I did one performance or installation, video installation called The Rain Between Mountain and the River. The rain between mountain and the river, it's water. In the sky, in the, in the air, it's, it's clouds, water. Down to the floor, it's also, also become water. But in the between, the transition, it's rain. It's a, we are uh, called a very poetic human, create very poetic sense, the rain. So uh, I, first of all, I did ink like each dots and I video those uh, dots and projected on the three, and projected on the three uh, uh, soak screen. So the light came through the three dot. Even the first only one stop because the tree in the space have a tree. Sometimes I just use a brush dip in the ink to copy this dot, so it become an ink dot. But the, the second video showing the ink dot maybe five dots, maybe two in a different position. So they were somehow dialogue with the ink dots I I draw on the silk, right? Because it's image is gone, but when I draw the ink dots will stay. So that became, the pattern become more and more and more abstract. Sometimes I draw the first layer, first screen, draw one, and may go to the back to draw another one. So the video with my ink dots on the scroll, many layers. So constantly become a more abstract dot, not really, following these video images. Um, I, too bad I didn't have a video, otherwise I want to show that or take, uh, because it's hard to feel that. So there's a, a assistant hold on to it. And then uh, you see the first and second are really different, but it's actually in the same video projector, but come out different because uh, uh, some I wrote dots some did not. And I want to emphasize is that is because a lot of my work is uh, I don't, I want a nature uh, accident happening in the work. It's not always I controlled. Uh, you later you will see more and more work, work because uh, the nature reaction is part of my work. It's not say I start design the work, I finish painting, finish. Because how to, the work develop is somehow I give the nature, give the nature uh, 
choices. So thoughts work uh, continue. I besides I video the thoughts. Uh, also I collect two characters from Han Dynasty uh, Li Qi Bei, Han Dynasty uh, uh, calligraphy, water and rain. Then you will see the uh, the video slowly moving, and then the uh, the three panels is uh, constantly changing. 2003, um, I did a, a work in uh, Barbara Davis Gallery in uh, Houston, um, mountain the river, but here the mountain, instead of the rock or Inca rock, I use in silicon rubber, because uh, there's another tra translation materials I use in silicon rubber. It's a, the silicon rubber is very uh, modern, postmodernism industrial materials, and also with the color. I, the color is, I, sometimes people ask me why this color. I say I choose the color for that year's fashion, the, the fashion colors, because uh, the reason is uh, um, the, uh, the dialogue with the very traditional form, but also with the very modern fashion uh, contemporary. So um, background is uh, all the water, the language, international water language. This, I think, uh, as I remember, is Mongolia, Chinese. And all the language I found that year is about 36 different panels. So flowing together almost like a, a river of culture, different cultures, a word. So this mountain, the river, it's not Fuchunjiang, it's not a yellow mountain. It's a mountain, it's also with contemporary, and then the water flow uh, around the world. So that's uh, some details, different languages of water. This one, um, in the Metropolitan Museum in New York, this one does no ink, but the show is a, uh, it's about the uh, ink past as current, the contemporary Chinese ink exhibition. But the curator choose to work without ink. It's a, uh, you have ink, uh, imaginations or uh, but how to deal with uh, society, and this is a main garden. In, in Manchuport Museum, but uh, I'm very happy to curate to put the, my sculpture instead in sculpture stand, stand and the gallery, in, and also now directly dialogue with a very uh, classical tradition Chinese garden. So that's again, it's my word say, societal landscape, and how to, because uh, suddenly people, some people say, wow, that's fantastic, beautiful, or some people say this work destroyed tradition. Either way, depend, depend on in which way you look at it. So that's another thing I, uh, uh, I worked on those uh, for decades because uh, the reasons uh, I told when I first time returned China, I, this gave me the, such a strong impact. So I, 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 I uh, keep working on that uh, experience. <clears throat> Calligraphy and ancient almost like bronze and rusted. And, but you see this, uh, I put a uh, punctuations because the tradition Chinese poem, uh, there's no, trans, no punctuations. And I add trans, trans, the, the punctuations, it's all uh, merged. And also uh, um, either it's, a, it's a destroyed or or continue. Um, that's another water performance, and that's in Shanghai Art Museum. Um, what I did is I collected 40 uh, water images from a culture, from different culture, painting, from Chinese, Japanese, French, international, water of painting. Because of how you, people, how you paint the water, it's really same time record showing the different cultures. So one projector projected all the 40 images, water images. The other side, uh, I made a board 
um, rice paper mounted over. But the, on the board, first I painted black ink and then rice paper mounted over. So the whole artwork started, first, first images start project on the side, on the wall. Only 10 seconds for each images. 40 images is about a 10 minutes or something like that. 10 seconds, once the images show, for instance, the images showing Marian's water, and I, on the side, I dip, use a brush, dip in the water to copy Marian's water's line. 10 seconds, I cannot copy many. The next one, maybe Monet's water, dots. I start copying Monet's dots. So that's continue 10 minutes. So does work, the water really merge, become abstract. But uh, on, at this time, I turn to the audience. I say, once the video finished, and I stopped to, to, to draw the water line, and then I told the audience, I say, the work now, it's come by itself, because uh, the, the water more slowly, slowly, uh, once water evaporate, the water disappeared. But when they disappeared, you see it has some the pattern. And getting more abstract, getting more uh, sensitive, getting more non-nothing. Back to nature. Similar concept I did in Himalayan Museum in Shanghai as 2013. Uh, the title called Chant with Rock, Playing with Water. Um, here have a silicon rubber scholar rock and paper mache made of seed, bird, or something like uh, the nature, but it's uh, not completely realistic, but almost abstract. And there's a two screen, a rice paper screen, projected with water, of the, the image of water. Some water from nature I, sh I uh, videoed in uh, East River in New York, which is where I lived and also Suzhou River, also I, where I live in Shanghai. And also there's uh, a river uh, uh, in Germany. There's many places that when I'm traveling. So the water line almost like feel like the, uh, the abstraction or calligraphy line, water. The, the, and the, the video project, there are three video projects projectors, some images go like five seconds, some maybe go 20 seconds. So once the water comes, the video started, I use a brush, dip it on the water to paint the video images, the image from the video, the line. And see, that's the one I'm working. And it's the, the images is from a river. So I draw this line. And then and then, for instance, the video change. Next one, this one is a, a Suras impressionist painting the water. So the still original water line still adapt, connected. But uh, of course, I can stop. To I can follow this Suras painting dots. So the three images moving with uh, my. Uh, uh, constantly coincident involvements. And they're always floating, changing, moving. It's never have the same time the same because uh, sometimes the water video is a nature river, sometimes the painting of the river. And then with my uh, drawing line, but also to draw, I draw this line slowly, uh, gradually, it's fade out the fading process because the ones water vibrate. And in <clears throat> the same time, I, in this installation, I invited one uh, musician play uh, Gu Qin and also another poet. He, he can speak English, Spanish, German, Chinese. So he uh, constantly comes out of a word or a sentence about a poem about what the feel of the water. And three of us, we're not, we're not really rehearsal what we would do. Sometimes I draw a few lines and left. 
and the musician play some like a improvise to to like a like a very natural like a movements like a water like in the landscape. So uh, every minute it's different, and of course the the video. Uh, yes, this is a, a musician. See the on the sculpture stand. There's some like a, and on the on the top has some uh, paper mache uh, with the ink made uh, a sculpture. That's a painting of the uh, water. I using the oil and the ink, like floating water, almost abstract. Here, um, I want to um, show in this one, another installation called uh, Chen Zi Wan. And then uh, I continued the piece again in Istanbul, in the Paris Museum. So this time, it's mostly it's not Chinese. It's a uh, Turkish, and also people live in Istanbul. There's many people from uh, international or Middle East, and and also I translate in English and also from English Google Translate to Turkish, and then they continue translate from uh, uh, Greek, Russian, and Armenia. That that's many many. Oh, uh, just like quick notes, it's a, uh, uh, sorry. Next week, uh, my solo show in the Royal, uh, Royal Academy of Arts in London. So this time I create an archaeology site. It's a, it's a people. And I use an ink and charcoal and draw many portraits from uh, people I met in London or People, uh, those uh, statues I found from London, from a British Museum, from a RA collections, and all those people's the faces, and and also with their voices, because uh, when I say uh, this is a human uh, trace, uh, archaeology site, it's a I give uh, all the audience participant the same three questions: What is your happiest experience in your life? What is your saddest experience in your life? So very personal, beyond the cultural difference, beyond the religion difference, which is, that's the work I try to to see. Because in London, uh, what I went there, I saw, like in New York, there's so many people, like in Singapore, there's people from all different backgrounds shared together. And is there anything, people, how to live in together, how to share together. So that's one. And also the last question is, what do you want to say to people in 100 years in the future? So that's like a, the past, current, and the future, how we uh, uh, together as, as a flowing, as like survey human being ourselves. So that's uh, just a little notes. That's uh, my next show. But that's just a like, few details. I mean, the whole price of some uh, many many uh, those uh, figures with voices and and also the uh, antique uh, statues together. So now we open for the audience to raise up your questions, if any. Hi, thank you so much for that very interesting presentation. I just want to ask uh, towards the um, the more current works that you do. Uh, is there still Taoist influence uh, or you have gone beyond the Taoist influence? Uh, you mean uh, uh, less color? No, I mean uh, because in the beginning yeah. you talk about the Taoism yeah. mm -hmm. influence, <clears throat> but the later part you did not mention at all. So I'm just wondering whether you have gone beyond that. Uh, no, I think Taoism, I, my work, I say... I've been influenced Taoism strongly, and also many different cultures as well. And so, uh, I think even in later work, it still has the Taoism influence there. And um, even it's not so obvious, but Taoism always think about the timeless human people and the, and the cultural nature together. So that's one part still appeared in my artworks. 
just follow up with another question. Uh, how is the reception of China towards that? Because, you know, after the, during the Cultural Revolution and after, there was a lot of restriction on religion, uh, a lot of persecution of religion. So how did, the, uh, how did China, especially the state, uh, kind of respond to your work? What was that? Censorship of your work? because of the Taoist influence? Um, I think uh, how the China responds my work, and I think it really depends, really depends on who, uh, or well, how I respond to the Chinese society, and also it really depends on uh, which way I look at it, because uh, mostly, mostly my work um, is based on the two sides, one is my personal dialogue with my own, and it's like a nature. The other thing, I look at the society. I look at it, society, uh, like I said, a lot of work, survey. But uh, instead of particular events, I probably, my way to look at the whole situation, like, you know, human, human being, and, and or, the uh, Chenzu one, it's about uh, the cultural transition. Instead of yes or no, I probably is more beyond that. Yeah, just to follow up to that question, um, you had talked about early that they closed your exhibition because they said it was bourgeois, right after the right. Now, um, I don't think your exhibitions are closed, but can you talk about that difference and? I mean, in the past, yes, the government was reacting to your your work as thinking that it was capitalist bourgeois or Western bourgeois. Um, but you said it was very Taoist. So can you talk about that just a little bit more? Um, well, I mean, talk about it. Yes, that's uh, almost 40 years, 30, 30, some, yes. Um, that time, um, yes, I uh, uh, very few Chinese contemporary art. Always say people say we are like underground artist, and because no no one understand. Not only government, even my parents, my father. I remember he loves me. He really supported me, but uh, but uh, he can. He just like a surprise. What are you guys doing? Because uh, he doesn't know what I'm doing. So, um, and also my professor, and who really likes me, thought that I have a bright future because when I work on paintings. But uh, he said, "What is, you know?" He is also so uh, sorry. In many way, of course, um, they feel sorry with the government close my uh, show. It's uh, in different mood, but. Uh, I just, when I mentioned that, it's that time in China is so close, so close beyond the government, people, ever. Only few, I think the, uh, uh, not say few, I don't know, but uh, I would say very uh, small group and very sensitive to think about uh, the future, to think about uh, the culture, because uh, the culture, for we say Chinese culture, Chinese culture also in traditional way also be uh, changed a lot, right? Because uh, uh, today we say Dunhuang is like a Chinese tradition, but I'm sure Tang Dynasty, Dunhuang, there's a lot of influence from outside. So after a thousand years, we say today is our tradition, but that time probably is avant-garde. So uh, um, I of course, that time, 80s, my show be closed. I was very upset, but I never gave up or continued. But after 30 years, 40 years, I sort of like realized that you, you look at it over, not only there's no anger, I know the time, need the time to prove. And today, you continue question, answer your question today, I even, I don't, uh, really care about or look at how they do what I do. I do my uh, I do my art. I follow my heart. Thank you, uh, thank you, and welcome to Singapore. 
Um, it's really good for us in Singapore, having made up of many different cultures and many different ethnicities, to see how something traditional like uh, ink and Chinese calligraphy and all the culture behind it can actually be disrupted. So I have a question about your um, investment and involvement, participation in your life in the U.S. So the U.S. has gone through a lot. You've been there a long time. So are you, uh, do you think about the U.S. When you, when you do your work? Do you think about the issues that the Americans are going through right now? And uh, do you do anything for the U.S.? Uh, simply say no. <laughs> and um, also, I, if you say no, I probably it's hard to say. When I do artwork, I think the, uh, uh, in the interview, I say my uh, experience living in New York is a very strong influence on my art. But uh, I'm not saying that's when I'm doing art, I think about that, no. Because when I say why I say important is because in New York, I really met so many people from different backgrounds, different culture, even food, lifestyle. And so that's you can see. There's, today I have, a, of course, a limited time. I have a lot of work to link with people in, around the world. And I think that part is really uh, my New York experience. And of course, when I work in the art, uh, there's another thing, even in New York, I, uh, I got some, uh, another scene, like a, a, a look up, re-look back Chinese tradition, because there's another Chinese idiom, you mentioned Chinese culture, Yuan Kan Cheng Shan, it's from distance you see the whole mountain. You get close, you see the details, right? So that experience, when I'm living in the United States, it somehow give me, a, for the Chinese culture, somehow get a feedback as well. So that's really bouncing. It's not, say, black and white. Oh, when I'm in New York, I think about America. No, it's not. Just as artists, I think the, uh, um, the both uh, their New York experience is really strong for me, for my art, and as well as Chinese tradition. And also, of course, uh, what a experience for uh, Turkish to write Chen one And it's very, the funny thing is uh, one, I gave it a lot of samples and I document. And I, suddenly I saw this uh, young lady very, very uh, seriously to copy this uh, uh, Han Chinese characters, not English, not Turkish. And then I take a photo, suddenly I saw he, she turned upside down this word to write because she cannot read. So the character's upside down. But there's nothing wrong. I mean, I can argue if you turn your head back, it's the right. It's the right angle, right? Because uh, in our uh, today's society, you know, understanding or misunderstanding or things, when I would say sincerely misunderstanding, it's all wrong. So that's part of it. So. Uh, so that's you talk about the Istanbul. I, I I saw this very very interesting details. I'm also interested to know about this time from the American side, uh, because I've read some responses from American audiences that they felt they cannot understand Chinese ink painting. I mean, do you get that kind of response from the American audience in New York? that they've just felt they cannot understand or relate to Chinese ink? Uh, again, uh, I'll give you two answers. But <clears throat> first of all, um, uh, there is American response to my ink art. For instance, the uh, next month, my ink work is going to be uh, in the permanent collection. I have four of my work in Brooklyn Museum. And also a lot of my work, ink work, art in collections, private or museums. The other, I say, in Americans like China or like uh, anywhere, the big, there's so many people. People have different choices. Uh, someone say, I like it. Someone say, I don't like it. It's very natural. So for me, I never care. American like my work or not, 
or British like my work or not, or French like my work or not, or Japanese. No, I, I again I follow my heart. But of course, I never really、uh, look at it this seriously because some people like, some don't. I mean, that's very natural. You have been listening to the Padang Sessions from National Gallery Singapore. Follow us for updates and new episodes every month. And to learn more about our programs, visit nationalgallery.sg. Our podcast team is Erica Lai, Kalisha Chia Kasim, and Ashley Lim. The music you heard is composed by Javon Chandra. I'm Joyce Chung. Thanks for listening. <laughs>